0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning and welcome, welcome, especially to those of you who weren't here or earlier in the first sit. So far as the practice note that I sent everyone off to practice with is to just be aware of our posture and whatever we're doing. With this recognition that uh, our inner life shows up as our outer life also, of course. Like, how could it be otherwise? Sometimes we think that uh, what's going on inside of us isn't leaking out, but it does leak out. Very often it's in the form of our posture, but... Maybe it's in other ways, in our expressions or something like this, but I want to talk a little bit more about this idea of being aware of the body and the posture as a way of being connected. First, it's being connected to ourselves. as a way that just recognizing that what's, what's going on with us And there's a way in which if we pay attention to the physical sensations, it can interrupt some of the stories that we're lost in, some of the narratives that we're lost in, and help us to see them and to interrupt the momentum of them. So often we have these repetitious stories that are having a big impact on us that maybe we're not even noticing like how uh, predominant those stories are. So one way in which connecting with our postures, connecting with our bodies helps us to connect with ourselves, is it disrupts, I mean, like, paying attention to like the experience of sitting, the pressure of the cushion or the chair against the body, the feeling of the feet on the ground or on the mat, or the whether there's a sense of uprightness or collapsedness, tuning into that does interrupt what's happening in the mind, and it's only then that we can actually see what's happening in the mind. And maybe, I talked about like stories and narratives in the mind, but maybe there's emotions too. Maybe there's a way in which our emotions are getting expressed through our bodies and we might not even be tuned into. Maybe there's a time in which our emotions are feeling... This uh, disappointment. Disappointment in what's happening in the world with ourselves, with everything, right? Anything. There are so many things that don't meet our expectations. and Instead we're having disappointment. But there's this way in which this disappointment can show up in this kind of a posture of resignation or despair or not even trying or something like this. So these way in which maybe anger that we might be having, this just things aren't going the way that we want, dang it. And you know, this anger, and this might show up in maybe a little bit of uh, forcefulness or aggressiveness in the way that we move, or, or also that also can be some collapsed. So mindfulness of the body is a way to connect us with our inner life, And then, of course, as I said, our inner life gets expressed with our outer life. So mindfulness of the body is also for a way for us to connect with others, to help us connect with others. Like noticing that maybe an interaction that we had some time ago, earlier this morning, earlier in the week, earlier in the month, earlier in our life, (laughs) might be a way... It's uh, still showing up with now, and it's still affecting us. And maybe it affects that we're don't we're hesitant to make connections, like to really acknowledge others, or we're hesitant to kind of like show up and say, "Yes, I'm human, just like all of us, and it's okay that I'm here. It's it's I'm here. It's okay." Sometimes we feel like, "Oh, we shouldn't be here," or we don't worth to be here instead of rightfully taking our seats instead of rightfully deservedly say no i'm here and i'm showing up the best way that i can at this moment and so there's this way in the mindfulness of the body kind of helps us to recognize is there a way that we're showing up that maybe getting in the way of our connecting with others not expressing our way in which that we can connect with others. Because sometimes there's a way in which we're always looking down or looking away that even though we like maybe really want to connect, when I mean connect, I mean just this recognition. Hello, fellow human being. Right? It doesn't have to necessarily be any conversation or anything like this. It's just recognizing the common humanity. It doesn't mean that we have to show all our vulnerabilities or all our innermost experiences, but just affording the respect to others and expecting that respect for ourselves. Because there is a way in sub- sometimes the messages that we send with our bodies with our posture, our uh, physical expressions on our face, are the ones that are getting heard the most powerfully, the ones that are getting heard the most directly to others. Sometimes it's what we're not saying with words which is getting communicated the most loudly. We all have this experience where we've seen other people. Whoa, okay, I don't really want to talk to that person, or we have somebody who is relaxed and smiling, and like okay, yeah, I'll talk to this person. I just mentioned this briefly in the when I gave a talk uh, just a few days ago, but it was really striking for me that uh, the other day when I went to the grocery store, something that I do regularly, maybe many of you do, and there's this this kind of uh, ritual that we do when we're the next in line eye contact with the grocery clerk hi how are you you know Mm. and if you don't have bags would you like bags do you want plastic or paper you know something like that but it's quite something when I this uh, grocery clerk looked down never looked at me ever just beep 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 and then just kind of stood there when the beeping was done I'm like oh okay, I guess I have to look and look and see how much I owe and all this kind of stuff, never once acknowledged that I existed there. And it felt like, oh, I didn't realize how just these small interactions have an impact the way that this person never looking, even acknowledging my existence, um, had an impact on me. So are there ways that we're doing that with others? I don't know why the grocery clerk did that. Probably had nothing to do with me because I don't even know if they knew what I looked like or who I was or anything. But just to acknowledge that our body language shows up in so many different ways, and wow, and loneliness and disconnection is such a prevalent part of our society these days. Right, the Surgeon General is talking about loneliness, and I know in the UK they have a whole a senior person in the government that's in charge of loneliness. So just this recognition that mindfulness of the body not only helps us connect with ourselves, but helps us to connect with others by recognizing the way that we're feeling may be leaking out. We're not saying that we don't have to feel differently, but just to recognize that Sometimes when we're feeling disconnected, is there a way that we can acknowledge the other human beings with our body language, with a smile, with a nod, with eye contact? And then maybe, I'll also say also the, I'll just slip this in about the body language, maybe also the body language that's uh, appropriate for the situation. I gave a little story about the grocery store, but you know, we all know that uh, when we're at a meditation center is not the time to bring our boombox and listen to our favorite music. <laughs> right? This is an exaggeration, but just to recognize that different situations, right, we show up differently. And to be sensitive to that. Funerals and weddings and preschool or uh, meditation centers, right, they have different uh, ways in which to behave. And maybe... Lastly, I'll end with this way that mindfulness of the body also connects us to wisdom. It's a way, and as I talked about, you know, just getting tuned into what's happening with us and connecting with others, connecting to ourselves, connecting with others, but Partly in the same way that it helps us to connect with ourselves and with others by being tuned into what's actually happening in this moment. What's happening with me and what's happening with others. And we're not always sensitive to that when we're just lost in what's happening in our mind, in our stories, in our narratives. But if we can kind of like put the stories and the narratives in the back burner and be with what our experience is, then we can be more tuned into what's going on. Then maybe I'll end with this uh, quote that uh, comes out of the suttas, and it's this, uh, it's a little bit ridiculous, this quote. <laughs> but it has this uh, rhythm to it that I kind of like. It allows us, that was me, hopefully you can relate to this but maybe not it allows us to kind of like uh tune into like what's really being pointed to here so there's this uh this quote that goes like this one thing when developed and cultivated leads to the getting of wisdom the growth of wisdom increase of wisdom, to great wisdom, widespread wisdom, abundant wisdom, deep wisdom, extraordinary wisdom, fast wisdom, much wisdom, fast wisdom, light wisdom, laughing wisdom, swift wisdom, sharp wisdom, penetrating wisdom. What is that one thing? Mindfulness of the body. So thank you. I'll end there. And now, we